This episode of First Encounter contains spoilers for the video game Final Fantasy VII. If you have not played this game, first off, what are you doing? Don't be like me. And second, go play it instead of listening to us. We'd also like to take a second just to remind you that we are in no way, shape, or form affiliated with or sponsored by Square. Just a couple of guys trying to have fun with a cool video game. Previously on First Encounter. The rest of this group, known as Avalanche, takes off. Uh, starts running, and uh, I'm kind of left to face the music of fighting some Shinra soldiers, or Shinra guards. Cloud, you set the bomb. Oh! Okay. What? You didn't know we were blowing up the reactor? Well, I knew we were blowing up the reactor. I didn't know I was blowing up the reactor. The countdown. That was stressful. Let's, Let's get, get out, out of here. here. Oh, is this like an actual countdown? Could be. Oh, sure is. So you come into Sector 7, and, and everyone's reconvening at the 7th Heaven Bar. This place is terrible. I don't want the terrorists to win. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you? A child of what I would assume is like 7 to 10 years old is behind the counter of a bar mixing drinks in a terrorist organization. What do you mean, what am I talking about? And now, let's press start. <laughs> what you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking a all-day Founders IPA. Have you had this before? I have not. So Founders is great. The all-day IPA session is one of my favorites because it's super cheap for a 15-pack, and you can literally drink it all day. Like, I think I drank six yesterday while playing D&D, and Ooh. was absolutely fine. That's really nice. It's really, really smooth. It's, like, low percentage without sacrificing taste. Yeah, very nice. Welcome to our beer podcast. Oh, is that not this one? Shit, start over. Uh, Final Fantasy, am I right? Hey, man. Hey. How you doing? Uh, pissed, mostly. <laughs> uh, I want to keep playing, yeah. and I can't, because we ended on a fucking cliffhanger. Literally. And I'm just, oh, you're such an asshole. Um, um so, so, before that, though. Yeah, last episode, we left off with you waking up from Tifa's bar about to roll out on your next mission with Avalanche. That is true, but can we pause for a second and talk about Marlene bartending again? Because I just really can't get over the fact that we're letting a child run a bar for a terrorist organization in a slum by herself. You just can't let it go. It just seems, you know, I, it doesn't seem right. All right, man, let's rap about it. So, like you said, we ended uh, we ended where we ended last time, and yeah, you know, because that's a sentence. <laughs> um, so this time we booted up the uh, game and picked up right where we left off. Basically, we were prepping to uh, get on the train, head back, and blow up Reactor 5 as our next mission. Um, before we did that, we did spend a little bit of time walking around the slum and bought some armor. Um, before we got to the armory, though, let's talk about that sad house to the right of uh, Tifa's bar. Yeah, just a sad little couple whose child has grown up. She did mention that. He used to give us nothing but headaches when he was here, but now that he's gone, we kind of miss him. Are they missing a child? Can I go over and talk to Papa? Papa. Papa. I wonder if my son's already left. It's just my wife and I here. You have no idea how lonesome it gets. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Is she watching Static? I think she's depressed. Um... In all seriousness, I think they did a really good job of showing the depression of the slums because you really feel it. Like, there's brown liquor all over the place. Everyone is in a state of 
alcoholism, depression, like don't give a fuck. It definitely sends the signal that this is a place that is down on its luck. Walking around it more today and actually exploring all of the buildings that were there, saw it even more. It's interesting that you're picking up on this so much more than me because I've played it years ago as a child and I definitely didn't like absorb any of these themes when I was going through it the first time. But yeah, we um, checked out that very sad house. Very sad house. We also stopped by the uh, item shop. What is this home? I'm going in here. Don't tell me. I'm gonna fucking rob it though. <laughs> rob it blind. Another slow day. If this keeps up, the store's going on. Just because no one has money here. Okay, so he's a, like, pharmacist? More like harmacist. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I get it, like, as a, like, I've worked in businesses that were, like, tanking. I mean, like, retail businesses, like, exactly like that. Like, just a shop where you get two customers a day, and, like, one of them probably is just using the bathroom. <laughs> um, but, um, like, I, I, I get it. It was just, you know, another cog in the capitalist machine that makes me really sad. Anyway. He is one of the few people in Sector 7 who has a job, it appears. That is very true. There's a 10-year-old child who's renting out beds in his only room, so he can make a couple bucks. What is your problem, kid? Fuck. Jeez, you, you dried up old geese. You tired? Why don't you rest up on the third floor of my house? That's just one condition. You gotta give me some cash. Not giving you There's no reason to. <laughs> she, Jesus, this kid is aggressive. And Marlene's bartending, to be fair. She does have a job. That's She's a, a seemingly an accomplished bartender. Kids are doing much better than the adults. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I used to sell my siblings soda. <laughs> what? Yeah, I would hoard. Like, if we got, like, soda, I would, like, take one, hide it, and then when we were out, resell it for, like, a couple dollars. You know, it's like... In terms of a can, it's like 75 cents. So we uh, we headed up north from the uh, item shop yeah. to um, the weapon shop uh, on the first floor, right? The weapon and armor shop. All right, so now I'm in this place, which is loud. What are you doing? Are you a weirdo? Hey, hey, wait a minute, you. You can't just walk out of here without buying something. Might be unhealthy for you. I don't want to buy anything from you, an insane person. So that's the gun that he already, that he just has. All right. Uh, and then grenades. Meh. I'm not, I'm not a big grenadist. Not a lot going on in the town outside of just like kind of, we can use this time to ramp up on items, ramp up on weapons, ramp up on materia, learn a little bit more about what's going on in the slums, get some exposition. I'm a treasure chest. It's talking to me. That's good. This is so awful. The thought that you can get to this point without saving or opening a treasure chest is baffling to me. I'll rap with you for a while. Did he really say I'll rap with you for a while? Yeah, he's a cool guy. This is the most 90s interpretation of a cool guy. Look at the dog though, he's cute. Whoa, whoa. Okay, so opening your material menu? Oh, fuck me. Oh no. Oh god, no, I'm sorry. Put the dog's in on this. Oh no. <laughs> I'm cool. fucking leaving. Yeah. This uh, is the worst place I've ever been. Um, I did decide to go uh, exploring a little bit before getting to the train platform uh, to meet up with the rest of the party and kind of got into uh, Thomas the Tank Engine graveyard there. And that was fun. Just a couple of random encounters. Couple of random encounters and nothing else. I'm in a busted down train yard that looks like Thomas the Tank Engine's graveyard. I'm trying to see if I can get into any of these busted old. How do I, I wanna get over there, I think, cause that looks like an enterable door. I can get into a random encounter here. 
Ah, I hate these things. These awful oh, parrot, parrot things. Yeah. Just what a mess. Ended up going back to the train platform and um, we got on the train. train. Let me try saying that again. Board the train. As you do. Because I don't want to mix anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we hop aboard the train. Um, Barrett kind of runs in, scopes out the area, scares a bunch of people out of the car. Getting real aggressive with a Shinra mid-level employee. Yeah. Mid, mid-level manager. Like, how was just his title was Shinra manager. Like, what? what is that? Train manager, you know. You know. Um, and then uh, friggin' alarm bells start going off. Yep. Um, and that's when we learn... That there's an ID check, and we've been using fake IDs up to this point. And Jesse was supposed to make us good fake IDs that were gonna work better, but Jesse done fucked up. Yeah, she goofed pretty hard. Jesse is on strike two for me because strike one, let me tell you, was when she got her freaking foot stuck in the Mako reactor and knocked off like a minute of my time. That's fair. Trying to get out of the freaking Mako reactor. It was a very precious minute. For me, it mattered. Um, at this point, panic sets in for me because there's another freaking countdown. And if you've been listening, you know that I don't like countdowns. And these are incredibly short countdowns. 15 seconds to move train car to train car. Type A security alert. Unidentified passengers confirmed. A search of all cars will be conducted. Someone blew it. Let's go, keep it up. Oh no, another tech countdown. Lockdown, upgrading to level two warning. Ah, oh, darn it. Ah, oh, heck. <laughs> oh, shoot. Just like your first countdown, but more aggressive. Oh my with god. With lots of flashing red lights. It's so aggressive. I'm so stressed out. I would like to go, please. Oh, I'm stuck. That's fine. Oh, I'm so scared. Uh, yeah, so an alarm starts going off, red lights start flashing, and you have to run through the train car by car uh, to get through each checkpoint before yep. you're caught. And you get 15 seconds per train car. And there's so many people you run past, and it's like, I want to talk to them, but I don't have time. Also, someone mugged me. But uh, we ended up making it to the front of the car through um, a couple, what is it, three checkpoints, I think we had? Yeah, I think three cars. And we find Jesse dressed up as a male Shinra guard. Oh, that's Jesse. Do I look good in a Shinra uniform? Just like a man. <laughs> Yay, I'm so happy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Love Jesse. Yo, ain't no time to waste. Do something. Like what? Watch closely, I'm gonna jump. You don't care if I go first? Leader always stays till the end. Don't worry about me, just go. Aw, oh, Barrett's so cool. Barrett's pretty good. Don't get getting your spiky ass hurt, he likes me. Tifa leaps off the train. And then uh, Cloud leaps off the train. Barrett, uh, but Barrett says like... he's gonna stay behind because a good leader always stays behind. And Barrett's nothing if not a good leader. I actually really do like Barrett. Jokes aside, I do think he is a generally good leader. He seems to be um, pretty quick to anger, but... Yeah, I don't know if I'd call him a good leader. You he seems think... like a good dude. Yeah. I don't know. He seems to inspire a lot of confidence in his underlings. He's got a good heart. <laughs> Bless their heart. <laughs> his child is back in the bar running it while he goes off to blow up a reactor. Valid. He kind of reminds me of uh, Hagrid a little bit. I don't know why. Oh my god, that's incredible. You know what I mean? Yeah, just like the, like he's really nice, really strong, really good, like good hearted, yeah. but just like does stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get that. Um, you jump off the train and you land uh, in the train tunnels. Yep. Good. So far everything's going as planned. Sorry, I was dancing to the sweet ass music. I can keep dancing. I ain't gonna stop you. Don't let your guard down until we get to the sector. So we're gonna bomb sector five reactor today. Heckin' yeah, we are. The reactor's just down this tunnel.
run through the tunnel, get to a vent shaft. Oh, right, the vent shaft. Um, so we get to the vent shaft. Uh, my favorite little bit there was Barrett like, I'm not fitting down that thing. <laughs> I'm going not in going in there. <laughs> <laughs> you telling me to squeeze into that to get under the plate? No way. It's one tiny hole. We're going to die today. Finally. <laughs> I've been waiting. Don't be wasting time. Never know when the Shinra will find us. What a contraction that is. The Shinra apostrophe LL. Oh. Shinra will find us. Cloud, you just gotta go down. But damn, man, that thing gives me the chills. Oh, Barrett. So we uh, eventually go down this hole to kind of bypass the Shinra laser checks, which is uh, an identity checkpoint. Uh, to get through this particular part of the tunnel, climb through and end up back in like in the reactor at this point. Get into a couple random encounters. Lots of fish in this. A lot warehouse. of fish. You know how there's fish in in your nuclear warehouse that you want to beat the shit out of. Yeah. Oh my god. They are actually pretty tough villains. They um, hell bubbled you. Yeah, a lot. Hell's bubbles. Bubble, 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 butt, bubble, butt, bubble, 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 butt. I have to cut that for licensing reasons. <laughs> and other reasons, I'm assuming. <laughs> These are some really strong fish. Ah, shit. I think you just cast fire and cloud. I did not know I could do that. Mm. Ah, shit. What a treat. <laughs> That's the most damage you've taken since Guard Scorpion. Good. Fish are a lot stronger than me. <laughs> what, you just had Cloud attack himself! I'm doing okay. What is happening? Help. This is a <laughs> disaster. <laughs> Help me. I used Barrett to cast fire on Cloud because I fucked up, and then I had Cloud punch himself in the face. He was confused. Which was interesting because um, this is also a game I was not expecting to have friendly fire like that. Like, there, it seems like you'd just safeguard against that as a developer. <laughs> there's a couple reasons you would attack yourself. Various circumstances where... Don't go too far into it, but... Yeah, just... There, there's reasons for okay, it. Okay, we'll get there. Um, this was not one of those times. It was not. <laughs> you were just hurting yourself. <laughs> Hanny is confused. It hurt itself in its confusion. <laughs> um, we did uh, meet up with Jesse again at one point. We uh, climb up a uh, ladder, and uh, Jesse's hanging out there. And, and I got a little aggressive because I was kind of mad at her again because <laughs> countdowns and my stress levels just, I don't need that, you know? I'm really pissed at Jesse for fucking up our IDs and almost getting us caught on the train. <laughs> if she doesn't do better next time, I might kill her. She was photoshopping you real good. <laughs> I don't think Photoshop was a thing when this game was made. What? Um, I think it might have been- Adobe yeah. Photoshop? The hit new photo <laughs> editing program? Get fucked. <laughs> she explains that the reason the checkpoint disaster occurred is because she tried to make uh, Cloud's ID special. Um, and at that point, you uh, see, I believe it was Biggs off to the side. I decided to go down and talk to him for a second. He basically just is like, oh, yeah, this way to blow up the reactor. Like, I'm going to head back to the hideout. Ooh, Biggs is pulling out. <laughs> so meet Biggs is going to pull out and meet up at the hideout. Cloud, we're counting on you. So is everyone just leaving me to face the fucking music and blow up the reactor? Yeah. I swear to God, if I have another fucking Barrett. countdown on this. And, and Tifa. Tifa. Don't forget Tifa. You sexist pig. This is the first game that utilized countdowns in a JRPG. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it could have been. I, don't know. <laughs> I hate you so much. So then we go into the Mako Reactor, and the Mako Reactor is basically a mirror of Reactor 4, which makes sense. 
Um, so I went and I saved, healed up, ready to um, get into a combat with, uh, I assumed it was going to be another guard scorpion. I assumed wrong. We walk in and this is where the fucking coolest shit happens. Um, start walking in, the, the screen gets this little bit of a red tinge to it. Not as red as like the alarms in the train, but like you get this really like tinge to the screen, like the sepia note that's just like, hey, pay attention to what's about to happen. Cloud starts gripping his head and drops to his knees and seems to collapse and you start hearing voices. And then you get to a flashback where Cloud is kind of, the only way I can think of this is, um, you know um, the, um, holy shit. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking, the thing where you put your memories into it and you. Oh, oh, oh. Holy shit, why can't I remember the It's not the Pensieve, right? Pensieve, yes. Oh, my it God. Is. So we make a lot of Harry Potter references on this podcast, but it reminded me of the Pensieve in Harry Potter um, because Cloud is, like, within a flashback. Like, when Harry goes into uh, the Pensieve in book four and sees Barty Crouch Jr.'s trial. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler warning for both Harry Potter and Final Fantasy. Literally everyone has read Harry Potter and played Final Fantasy. <laughs> Well, not the populist guy. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Or me, because I haven't played Final Fantasy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit. Um, anyway, the um, kind of little pensive trip we take, um, we see a younger Tifa. Oh, my God. Am I seeing Tifa's father being killed? Sephiroth? What? Did Sephiroth do this to you? Oh, no. Sephiroth, soldier, Mako reactors, Shinra. I hate them all. So is this, this is after the promise, I assume, but before now. And we see a slain, uh, dying man at her feet. Um, and she just says, Papa. And at that point, obviously, we're seeing uh, her father's death in a flashback and knowing that she also witnessed her father's death. At this point, she sees the sword. And I kind of knew a little bit, just because of Advent Children and um, Kingdom Hearts, that sword is probably Sephiroth's. I am so hooked right now. I am so stoked on that. That was the coolest shit on earth. That was such a good, I was just expecting to hear another voice when the screen went red. I was like, oh, time for Sephiroth's voice again. Now I'm not even sure that it was Sephiroth the first time. I'm very just all over the place, but obviously something is wrong with Cloud or something with Mako makes Cloud react. At that point, we hear Barrett saying like, dude, pull yourself together, um, wake up, set the bomb. This time, thank God there was no timer. Um, so we're free to kind of leisure our way out. I think we had another couple of encounters, nothing major. Ugh. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna limit break. Braver. Ooh. Oh. oh, was it good for you too? It always is. <laughs> I hate us. I, I fibbed. I hate us. Oh no. <laughs> Deadly waste. Take your reward. Some would say when I use the restroom, that's also the reward I get. We get to an exit point after working our way back through the reactor and out into the tunnels um, where we run into uh, some guards coming on screen from the left. We're coming from the right. And I was fully expecting Sephiroth to walk out. I'm not going to lie. I was like ready for it. Well, first of all, you would never hear Sephiroth coming. <laughs> Shut up. Nothing personal, kid. <laughs> Teleports behind you. <laughs> that guy. Um, and uh, we get footsteps and a man in a red suit comes out maroon suit red suit sure yeah oh no 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 
Oh no, Shinra soldiers, and they've seen our face now. We're gonna have to commit a murder. A trap. Oh no, they set a trap for us. Shit. Oh fuck, that's ominous. Oh shit. President Shinra? Why All is right. the president here? Is the president... This is probably a stupid question because I think Shinra's power is way overreaching. Is President Shinra just the president of the company or is he president of Midgar as well? Or is the only answer to that just yes? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll just leave it at yes. I figured it was yes. So you're President Shinra, eh? Long time no see, sir. Long time no see, oh, you. <laughs> you're the one who quit Soldier and joined Avalanche. I knew you'd been exposed to Mako from the look in your eyes. Look in your eyes. So, the look in my eyes or the like actual color of my eyes? Don't tell me. <laughs> tell me, traitor, what was your name? Cloud. Forgive me for asking, but I can't be expected to remember everyone's name, unless you become another Sephiroth. Ah, Sephiroth, he was brilliant. Oh, this is all I wanted. <laughs> he was brilliant. Too brilliant. Don't give a damn about none of that. This place is going up with a big bang soon. Serves you all right. You're beginning to bore me. Ugh, I fucking hate Shinra. I've made arrangements for a playmate for all of you. Oh, here we go, boss fight. So uh, the president walks out, he's like, oh, it's you. Uh, I don't remember your name, but I know you were one of my former employees who quit to join the little terrorist organization, Avalanche. And he's like, very snooty, very shitty. I'm not gonna lie, as a bad guy, I really like President Shinra. I am intrigued to see more because I was ready just to have Sephiroth as the main villain. I wasn't like expecting more people to come along. So President Shinra, I thought may have been a character from Advent Children that I remember. I don't remember who he is, but he's uh, somehow involved with Shinra. He has, I think, silver hair or white hair and he's in a um, wheelchair. But I don't remember who that character was. And I thought he was the president of Shinra Corporation, but well, We'll find out when either we play through this game or we watch Advent Children. <laughs> Which, oh god, I'm really not looking forward to the more and more I play this game. Like, I'm just gonna get so fucking mad at that movie. I'm looking more forward to it. <laughs> so the President Shinra walks out. He did say a couple of interesting things, too. Um, where he, uh, th that just kind of stood out to me where he says, like, oh, this is from Soldier's, um, like, weapons laboratory. And I was like... Why does a power company need a weapons development program? The other thing that stood out to me, though, um, was what he said about, I can tell that you um, have been exposed to Mako. I could, like, see it in your eyes. Saying that, I was trying, like, is he saying, like, oh, you've got the eye of the tiger, kid? Like, I can see it in your eyes kind of thing? Or, you know, more like a, like, literally, like, your eyes have a color or a pattern or something that has been altered by Mako. And if that's the case... Maybe it's why Cloud reacts so strongly when he's next to a reactor, because he, I've only seen him re react that close to Mako when he's at the heart of the reactor. So obviously there's something with Cloud. There's a connection with Cloud, Mako, and Sephiroth that I'm just very excited to learn more about. Um, at this point, though, Shinra's like, listen, babes, I got dinner, I got split, and I'm going to fucking send my Voltron to murder you. Um, Brings on this uh, lovely robot uh, who I actually did pretty well against in the, in the fight. I was yeah. surprised. I think I'm starting to get the hang of the battle system, which was, was, was pretty exciting. I like how Cloud like, acts like a big tough piece of shit and then like the president doesn't even know who he is. It's like, you're the, what's your name? You're the, you're the other piece of shit? All right, you're the one who ditched. All right, I we mean, gotta kill Voltron over here. To be fair. He's a very busy man. <laughs> Program one, operation. 
Big bomber. Get fucked. Oy, this is gonna hurt, isn't it? Ooh, ooh, that was quite a bit of damage, actually. Oh, this game is so fun. It's so good. It's so good. I, I think I did pretty well in the fight. The fight wasn't really all that eventful um, in any way. Just kind of got through it. And then, unfortunately, when we finish the fight, the fucking thing blows up, blows the scaffolding beam we're on in half, and we are on, uh, Cloud's on one side of it, and uh, Tifa and Barrett are on the other side, and Cloud is hanging on. Um, Barrett's like, Tifa, we gotta go. And I was like, seriously, you're just gonna leave him there, Barrett? And Tifa's like, Barrett, can you do anything? He's like, no, not really. Cloud, you good? Cloud, not, a, not a damn thing I can do. Yeah, and Cloud's like, yeah, I guess I'm good. That's fine, I'll be all right. Oh, Cloud, save him. It's gonna blow, let's go. To <gasps> Barrett's gonna leave me here. Gotta get out, man. It's gonna blow. Barrett, can't you do something? Not a damn thing. Cloud, please don't die, you can't die. There's still so much I wanna tell you. I know, Tifa. Hey, you gonna be all right? Oh, I gotta be strong. I'm fine. Take care of Tifa. Sorry about all this. Stop talking like this is the end. Okay, hold on. Oh, you ready for this shit? No! Oh, fuck. Cloud. Oh shit, this is gonna be so cool. I bet you thought you played as Cloud the whole game. <laughs> Fuck off, Cloud's not dead. Uh, at that point, um, the reactor blows as Tifa and Barrett run off screen and Cloud starts falling. Um, as we're falling, it starts fading to black and that's where Chris made me turn the video game off. Yeah. And this is where we're gonna stop the second episode. God damn it. <laughs> yep, no, I'm serious. This is the story beat that we're stopping at. I'm going to beat you up after what? we turn this mic. So Chris, how are you feeling so far? Good. Um, it pained me to stop it where we did, but I thought that oh, was Oh, it pained the most... you? Who knows already exactly how this is going to go that's next? That's why it pains me, because I know everything that's coming up, and I just oh, want to get I'm into it. I'm so excited. This game has just hooked me so hard yeah. already. I cannot wait to play the remaining 69 hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's... There's a lot that happened today that made me really enjoy the game. Um, like we were talking about a little bit, I really like how bad the slums feel when you're there. Like, while Claude feels at home there for whatever reason, I'm not really sure. I feel like we should be a little more ostracized as a member of Soldier, but like everyone seems pretty welcoming, which honestly is pretty indicative of uh, people who are down on their luck just being better people um, <laughs> than people who have everything. This is quickly becoming an anti-capitalist podcast. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> but um, we, uh, so I really like just kind of how the slums are portrayed and how it's like definitely a community, definitely close-knit. Everyone seems to be looking out for each other, but it sucks to be there still. Like, I, I get that. I feel that. Yeah. Um, the other things that uh, stuck out to me um, were President Shinra. I'm very intrigued just to see more about him. Um, obviously the stuff with Sephiroth, I'm very keenly looking forward to learning more about. Tifa's backstory was a little more tragic um, than I was expecting. I wasn't expecting a lot from Tifa, to be honest, but I'm actually very um, pleased that she has her own backstory, her own development. <sighs> There's just so much to look forward to in this game. I'm having such a blast playing it. One thing I love about this game that we haven't touched on too much, you kind of remarked a little bit, the monster and enemy design in this is so fucking weird and creative. I, yeah, I don't want to say it's bad, because it, it's not bad, it's just odd. It goes all over the place. I don't understand. There like, was one enemy we faced today that seemed to be a bundle of office supplies <laughs> stuck together with a windmill on top. 
I'm used to playing games with with odd looking enemies. You know, like one of my other favorite games is uh, Skies of Arcadia, which Chris will be playing at one point. And when you're at sea, uh, on, because it's a game about pirates, um, you're at sea, quote unquote, in an airship. So um, not at sea. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> There's airfish, which makes sense. However, last place you expected to see airfish. Did you just call birds airfish? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's literally they're designed like fish. You fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna be driving tomorrow, and I'm gonna see a bird. And I'm just gonna scream airfish. Airfish. <laughs> Uh, so there's some more uh, March <sighs> airfish. Airfish. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm very, very enamored already. I'm having a blast. I just cannot wait to see more. I really, I'm wondering, I wonder if Barrett's always going to hate Cloud. Because I just assumed they were best friends, like, when I started the game. Like, and by when I started the game, I mean before Barrett opened his mouth and was like, fuck you, soldier punk. <laughs> Um, Claude and Barrett running across the beach holding hands. <laughs> the surf hitting With Barrett's that, gun. That song in the background, the dun 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 yes. That's not what it sounds like in the least. I do this so you have to listen to it. <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's what happened today on First Encounter, and it was a blast. And uh, thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the First Encounter podcast. If you enjoy the show, it would help us out a lot if you just shared it with one other Final Fantasy VII lover you know. If you want to subscribe, follow us on social media, or get in touch, check us out on SpillPotion.com. Hey guys, if you're playing along with us at home, we're going to pick right back up where we left off here, and we're going to play up through ugh, Don Corneo's entire just nonsense. That's, yeah, you'll, uh... You'll see when we get there next time. Thanks for listening.